Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Tuesday, March 31st, 2020. And today, we are reading from Jeremiah. Uh, we've been reading from some of the prophets. Prophets are often uh, texts that we read during Lent because they call us to repentance. And this is Jeremiah. This is a super hopeful passage today. I hope it speaks to you as much as it has to me already this morning uh, as I kind of prepared to share this with you. No longer shall they teach one another. This is Jeremiah 31, 34. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. That's good news for a Tuesday morning. Uh, it, it just says to me right now that God is has revealed himself to all of us. Uh, God has revealed himself to all of us, and what he has revealed is that he is more than able and willing to forgive sin and remember iniquity no more. We're not very good at forgetting iniquity, especially of other people who hurt us, but God forgives and remembers no more. Brueggemann says this, what God has forgotten, we no longer need remember. Amen. Our guilt, of course, lingers and haunts us and slowly cripples us. Our sin is so serious because it violates God. Now, however, God will no longer notice or credit, and the sin will not linger or haunt or cripple. So, we do remember our sin, uh, even after we've confessed it sometimes. We, we have a hard time forgiving ourselves, uh, but we have to remember that we are not like God. We are not like God in that God forgives sin. God does not hold it against us. Our family members may hold it against us. Our friends may hold it against us. But God, as we confess, God forgives and God remembers no more. So what we end up doing is we have this bad conscience and, and uh, we, we stand before God and our conscience wants to remind us of the things that we have done. But there we stand with, before God, no place to put it, no place to hide it. We cannot get rid of our sin. And then comes general amnesty, he says, that forgiveness. The power of guilt, fear, and resentment evaporates and we are free. What God has unloaded we no longer need to carry as a burden. So I just want to assure you that what Brueggemann's saying and what the scripture tells us here is that as we confess our sin to God, and once God's forgiven it, we can stop carrying that sin around. We can trust that God has forgiven and God has forgotten. And so he talks about this book, Jeremiah, and how this passage in Jeremiah uh, kind of brings on this new beginning. Jeremiah makes us pause for a moment before the prospect of a new innocence 
things don't need to go on and on. The cycle can be broken. A new chance is offered. Notice well, the new chance is demanding. It's not cheap grace, as Dietrich Bonhoeffer called it. The new chance is demanding. It takes a broken heart. It takes us getting rid of our self-sufficiency, abandoning the pretense of being right. Ooh, ouch, that one hurt me. This invitation, however, is not just advice or acting differently. It's not advice, it's assurance. This assurance is that what we cannot do for ourselves, God has given us. I want you to catch that. We cannot just act better or talk better or think better. But as we receive this great mercy and grace of God, that this God who forgives and then remembers our sin no more, what we can't do for ourselves, God does for us and sets us free. What we bring to God is our broken heart, our contrite spirit, our confession, our repentance. And and what we kind of would expect from most people is, you know, that finger wagging. I can't believe you did this again, but what God brings to us instead is mercy and grace and forgetfulness. God forgets our sin and remembers it no more. The beginning of this passage, I want to point out one more time, says this, They're not going to say to each other, um, know the Lord, because they will all know the Lord. Here's the deal. Um, God has written his law on each of our hearts. We, deep down inside, we know right and wrong. Deep down inside, we know that there is a God who is with us. And so the question then is, will we keep living in the vicious cycles of sinfulness Or during this Lent, might we be willing to confess and repent and find a God who is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, as God told Moses his name was, and who not just forgives, but remembers that sin no more. So let's close with a prayer. Forgiving God, we fall to our knees at the thought of a truly new beginning a fresh start. Our hearts are broken, and we offer them to you in the assurance of your undeserved grace, the power that creates in us new hearts that are able to love. Amen. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.